Hello, bonjour tout le monde. Welcome to Story Shed. We are the storytelling podcast for children of all ages, adults too. Peters, porcupines, pineapples, anybody or anyone out there who wants to listen. Please join us here on Story Shed where we bring you new and original stories every episode. This is our anniversary edition of Story Shed. It was one year since we launched. Um, so thank you for everybody out there listening. Continue to get in touch with us. Um, it's been great fun and we hope for many more years of this. Um, this edition features a story called Ida's Dreams and it's inspired by my youngest daughter, Ida, who will make a special anniversary guest appearance with our little helpers at the end of the podcast. So keep listening for that. But here we go then with Ida's Dreams. Let's open the door. Story Shed, episode 15, Ida's Dreams. Here we go then. This is a story all about a little girl known as Ida who went to bed not knowing where the night time would lead her. During the day, Ida was a busy, 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 busy little kid. And here is just a short list of some of the things that she did. She built forts out of cushions, made gloves out of mud, she cycled through caves, used tomatoes to make blood. She danced in the snow, she read books, sat in trees, she used her sword to bring dragons to their knees. She swam in rivers and made hats made of feathers. She camped in the garden in all of the weathers. But night time, at night time, is when her real adventures began. Ida would always fall asleep, clutching something in her hand. And that object would determine where she went when she slept. Into what kingdom, what jungle, onto what planet would she step? She once went to bed holding half-eaten banana and ended up spending the night in a rainforest in Ghana, swinging through the trees with a troop of cheeky monkeys, looking down on leopards, her hair flapping in the breeze. If she fell asleep with a beach bucket in her hand, she would end up rescuing pirates from quicksand. If it was a fire engine that she went to bed holding, she would find herself in New York with a fire unfolding. And she would battle and battle a wall of flame, clutching her hose, biting her lip and taking aim. When Ida ended the day grasping a paintbrush, she would spend the night alone in a peaceful hush, painting landscapes using colours she had never even seen before, waves of a golden ocean lapping gently upon a bright red shore. Sometimes Ida didn't want to return from the night, Others, she would be delighted to see the morning light. But whatever adventure she'd been involved in, there was one way to return from wherever she'd been. The moment she looked down and remembered the object in her hands was the moment that she would be back at home, back from faraway lands. One night in midwinter, Ida went to bed clutching the fallen branch of a tree. Where would this take her? Where in the world would she go? What would she see? Soon after lights out, our little girl found herself in a forest of unimaginable wonders. 
multicoloured trees, floating flowers, caterpillars the size of cucumbers. From the boughs of a silver tree, Ida watched a flock of red sparrows, swooping towards an inky lake and drinking heartily from the shallows. She closed her eyes and listened to the wind, which seemed to be playing a tune. She climbed further, up above the treetops, and gazed upon a scarlet moon. It was as she reached the forest floor again, however, that the mood shifted. The leaves rustled as one, it grew darker, and the sense of joy lifted. Ida felt suddenly cold, and a shiver ran up her back. And just then, an arrow struck the nearest tree. She was under attack. Through the trees came a gang of elves, whooping and cackling. On the tips of their arrows were flames fizzing and crackling. Ida span round and ran, ran for her life as fast as her legs could carry her. The incredible wonders of the forest now passing by in a blur. She took a sharp left and then clambered up a tree, hoping that the gang of elves had failed to see. Looking down from above, Ida watched the strange creatures dart past, firing off their arrows as they ran, wild-eyed from the first to the last. Ida was about to breathe a sigh of relief, thinking they had all gone, when she saw one elf had stopped at the foot of her tree with its bow drawn. Ida climbed higher, further and further up the tree. The elf began climbing too, slowly but steadily. Panic grasped Ida in its icy grip. The elf rose higher, licking its lips. Suddenly, Ida remembered the branch she had been holding and looked down at her hand. It was time to leave this once magical but now terrifying land. With horror, she realised the branch wasn't there anymore. She must have dropped it somewhere on the forest floor. What now? Was she trapped here forever? Her alarm clock now set permanently to never? Then... Amid the silvery branches she saw a flash of green dangling a few feet from the floor. Her branch was caught between the leaves of this strange tree. The plan of action for our girl was easy to see. With the elf edging ever nearer, Ida breathed deep, then let go of the tree before making a leap, a leap of faith between the branches and towards the ground. The elf looked on, open-mouthed, not making a sound. And as she flew past, Ida grabbed her branch and closed her eyes, bracing herself to hit the floor and become food for the flies. But when she opened them again, there wasn't a tree in sight. She was back in her bed, her curtains bordered with sunlight. The tree branch was still tightly in her clutched hand, and she breathed a sigh of relief to have escaped that magical land. The vivid colours of the forest were still flashing through her head. The cackling of the elves rang still in her ears as she climbed out of bed. Heading towards the door, something suddenly made Ida stop. Something made her eyes widen like they were about to pop. On her bedroom floor, at the foot of her shelves, was an arrow, just like the ones used by the elves. <laughs>
Okay, there we go. That was episode 15, Eda's Dreams. And once again, we are joined by our little helpers, Leo and Belle. And this episode, we are joined by another special little helper, Eda herself. Say hello, guys. Hi. Hello. Hi. (laughs) Okay. So, first question. What kind of girl is Eda? What is she like? She's busy. She's busy. She's very busy. Brilliant. And she does lots of things in the day and... She, yeah. Good. She's a busy, creative girl who likes to, like, do stuff in the day. She's very active. Excellent. So what is some of that stuff? What does she get up to during her daytime? She dances in the snow. She does. She makes hats out of feathers. Super. And makes gloves out of mud. Gloves out of mud. Brilliant. Okay. Um, Then what happens at night time? So when she goes to bed, what happens to Eda? She um, holds a banana in her hand. She has a banana in her hand, and where does that take her? The jungle. The jungle. So if she's got something in her hand. Uh, she goes to a different world and does something. Like, if she took a paintbrush to bed, she would spend the night alone in her elves. room painting. Elves. And she finds some elves, doesn't she? Where else um, does she go? If she took a fire truck to bed, she would go and um, set elves. fight fires in... um. New York. Super. Elves. And where does she meet the elves? In a magical forest. In a magical forest. And what is it that she's holding when she goes to bed that takes her there? Uh, a branch of a tree. Okay, good. Looks like we don't need you guys. Edie can do all this. So what happens then when she goes to the magical forest with the elves? What happens in that nighttime adventure? She finds... Um, Okay, carry on. She finds a gang of elves who have um, bows which have fire on the end, which which they're shooting frantically. Super. And can she get home? No. What's the problem? Because she can't find her branch and, like, she needs it to get home. She needs it to get home. She does. So, in the end, how does she get home? Uh, She gets... She she spots her branch and it's easy to spot because all these trees are like silver and multicolored and she dashes for it and she thinks all the elves have gone but then there's one left over and then she runs for it and grabs it because she doesn't want to get caught by the elf. Okay, so she... Go on. Ah. That's okay. So she ends up back at home and then right at the end of the story, what does she spot in her bedroom? <laughs> She spots an arrow, doesn't she? Yeah, she spots an arrow. Yes. What does that mean? What does that tell us? It might have actually become true. Yeah. It might be magical. Might be magical. Might be true. What do we think? Do we think these these adventures are dreams, or do we think that she goes on these adventures? She goes on them. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I mean, if she actually went on them, she would kind of know. Yeah, yeah, she would kind of know that she went on them, but I don't know. It leaves it a little bit open, doesn't it? Okay. And if there is a message for this one, do we think there's a message? Dream big dreams. 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 dreams. Okay, I like it. And finally, last question before we go. If you could go on a nighttime adventure anywhere, where would you go? I would go to a sparkly castle. A sparkly castle? Princess. With princesses, very nice. I would go well two places, either to like, <clears throat> like be a nice and like fight with like against like 
like dragons and all. Or I would go and um, uh, be like a football adventure, be like a famous football star who scores goals and stuff. Super. Well, I would either go like exploring in like a forest and meet like new friends, or I would spend the night with like different animals. Nice. Good, a real mix there, super. So, thank you very much, little helpers. Thank you, especially Ida, for joining us. Say bye bye. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> okay, say bye bye, guys. Bye. See ya. There we go, episode 15. Thank you to our little helpers, our three little helpers. Um, please look out for the next episode. Please get in touch with us at um, on Twitter, at StoryShedPod, or our email is StoryShedPodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we love hearing from you. See you next time. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm.